Is Deirdre Kernbach a big Super Bowl winner? I couldn't tell. Are you? Did you win money? Uh, we Congrats. came out. We came out even. I covered my ass. <laughs> All right, there you go. Even to me, by, by gambling standards, is a win. So yes. congratulations to you. The Warriors won Saturday. I didn't feel great about it. Did you? Oh, I actually really enjoyed that. Let's talk about that next. Right here on Locked on Warriors. You are Locked on Warriors, your daily Golden State Warriors podcast. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Thank you for making Locked On Warriors your first listen every day. We're free and available wherever you get podcasts. And today's episode is brought to you by Bet Online. Bet Online has you covered this season with more props, odds, and lines than ever before. Bet Online, where the game starts. He's Dieter Kurdenbach. I'm Cyrus Sotzes. You can follow him on Twitter at Dieter. You can follow me on Twitter at Dog Surf Roadshow. And this program's on Twitter at Locked On Dubs. The Warriors beat the Lakers Saturday. It was a very close game. It was entertaining. What are your yeah. first thoughts from that? Listen, uh, I have been viewing since this they lost those back to back games. I've sort of viewed the way the Warriors are playing in a different light. And maybe this is just homerism. I don't know. But my thought is basically this is a team that's tired. This is a team that wants yeah. to get to the all star break. This is a team Correct. that misses its you know heart and soul and Draymond Green, who would. Well, actually, who's to say? But there's at least a possibility that he would have the team ready to rumble for that contest. Uh, with, with, you know, just like, let's place it with some pride. It was just easy to fall into the lulls. And we saw that in that game against the Lakers. And I was impressed with how they fought out of it. I mean, that that was a game that given the way the Lakers were, you know, making shots late, getting to the basket whenever they wanted, kind of the typical stuff that we talk about, the Warriors could have just cashed it in and said, I guess we've lost three in a row. (laughs) And Clay Thompson made a bunch of threes. And I thought the Warriors showed some real grit and fight and, Listen, it helps when LeBron wants to trick away the game. It helps when, you know, Russell Westbrook doesn't see a wide open dude under the basket. Not saying that, you know, it's a it's a high quality opponent or a high quality win, but I think there's probably just a little bit more good to take from that game than than the bad. Though though plenty of both. Yeah, I mean the Lakers look, the, the, here's the reason why I'm kind of I was a little frustrated is that the Lakers are just not a good team. I mean, we both agree Full on stop. that. Totally true. I mean, and that's and, not just us being like, "Oh, Lakers, Lakers stink." No, like they st- they're ass. They're bad. <laughs> they are. They are. And and I guess I'm just I, I just to me, the Warriors should have won that game. They should have covered the spread. They should have won mm-hmm. by 10, 15 points. I mean, yeah. Clay's heroics were incredible. Kudos to the captain. Thank you, Jackie Moon. But it just made me realize I'm like, Bob Myers, like, why are you putting the Warriors in this position where mm-hmm. They're getting crushed constantly, night after night. I mean, it's. I'm hearing the frustration from you now. I'm, I'm hearing the frustration from everywhere. Uh, like, are you? Are, are you still patient with them? Do you think it's? I mean, at what point should the Warriors make a move here? Like, for maybe, a maybe when like, they're maybe when they're not 41 and 15. Like, they're fine. <laughs> 42 they're, and 15. Eh? Whatever. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, just they're fine. It's. Let me know when Draymond Green comes back if this is a problem. Now, no, I, not, I, I know. I'm not dis- I'm not like this roster is not built for for dramatic takeover. Belly was good on Saturday. Yeah, he like, was. He was good. Damian Lee wasn't. We're going to constantly do that back and forth thing where Damian Lee is asked, then Belly is asked. Because guess what? They're guys on minimum contracts. They're not supposed to be Otto Porter and really good every night. And by the way, Otto Porter doesn't play every night. Nor does I don't know where Andre Iguodala is. Like 
These are the <laughs> sacrifices you make when you fill out your roster with minimum value contracts. The same way the Nets are like, oh, we thought Blake Griffin would be better. Why? Why did you think that would be the case? So it, it's I'm just not concerned about it. I'm just like it, yeah. yes. Is it clearly an issue on a day-to-day basis? No one's arguing it's not. They're getting their asses kicked on the inside. Full stop. Thank goodness Anthony you know, Anthony Beta Davis is out there uh, not willing to take advantage. Like, otherwise they would have had a bigger problem. They're going to have a problem against the Clippers tonight with Zubac if he's playing. Here's the problem. I actually don't know who's playing and who's not in any NBA game anymore, and so it's very difficult to make analysis and points when you don't know who's in and who's out. Uh, I presume Nikola Jokic, because he better be, is going to play on Wednesday. Oh, that's going to be quite something. But ultimately, <laughs> ultimately, this is a team that was built to be small, and here's the formula. Here's how you here's how you sleep well at night knowing that the Warriors are not just going to add a DeAndre Ayton on the buyout market or some nonsense like that because no one's trading for a Damian Lee, or no one was, trading for a Damian Lee or a Nemia Bielitsa, and no one has, you know, I guess there's maybe like two guys who are on low-value contracts that could have been traded for. They all cost multiple first-round picks, which the Warriors would be stupid to do as well because yeah. they got the multiple timeline things going. And by the way, again, what is it, 42 and 15? Working out yeah. pretty well. So, it is working out pretty well. I, I see great. Here's the formula here. You ready for this? <clears throat> yeah. If you're going to get rocked on the inside, wild concept, make a bunch of threes. Just it's very high brow with basketball. <laughs> I, I'm totally with you on that. You're right. I mean, th- this is the second best team in the NBA. It was interesting, by the way, yeah. Steve Kerr acknowledging that the chase for the number one seed is no longer a realistic possibility. Even he admits that, and that's fine. Uh, given they're four and a half games behind the Suns, uh, I believe. But I just yeah. uh, look. This is a team that has a very strong possibility of winning the world championship. My concern right now is you're jeopardizing that by putting these smaller players in these positions. I don't like the wear and tear. Like Bielitsa missed, what, three weeks? I don't like our, our young budding megastar, Jonathan Kaminga, mm-hmm. whoever. I mean, did you, did you hear Jeff Van Gundy practically having an orgasm talking about Kaminga? I was, I was riveted at that. I was just, my warrior was, fandom was blowing up at that. Second, um, secondary to only mine, apparently. I, I, thought, that, I thought that I was I mean, like crazy. I mean, Jonathan Kaminga, yeah, he, he's he's next level, and there's not really is, anything man. to poke a hole in his game with right now. He, they're absolutely right, and I just don't. I just want them to be fresh. I guess I I am scarred by the memories of 2015, 2016, when the Warriors pursued that all-time wins record. Players now and and previously have admitted multiple times. Landry Barbosa admitted to me directly that that played a part in them being exhausted when the NBA Finals came. I, the, the postseason is so rigorous. It's much longer than people seem to remember. I mean, it's a two-plus-month-long uh, process where mm-hmm. you're literally fighting every game. Every possession counts at that point. And I just want them to be fresh, and I don't want Draymond. I don't want Bielitsa. You know, I mean, it, I don't know if Wiseman can contribute. Uh, we can talk about that, perhaps, because a lot. some people say, like, it's too late for him to come in at this point to contribute valuable minutes in the playoffs. I don't know if I agree with that. Uh, but, you know, what do you think about that, by the way? Yeah, do you think Wiseman, let's say he comes back after the All-Star break, where we're continuing to get encouraging news about him. He's doing three-on-threes. That's increased. He hasn't gone to five-on-five yet. I believe it's the last step before they could actually think about greenlighting him to play. Is for him to play in the playoffs. What do you think? Is he seven feet tall? Seven-one, I believe. Does he have six fouls when he enters a game? No, he's zero. No, when he enters a game, he's allowed six <laughs> fouls, right? Before Correct. They throw him out. 
Correct. So that he yes. can play in the playoffs for the Golden State Warriors. <laughs> I'm not really sure what deeper analysis you need. Like, I'm with is you. Is he a human being who can stand under the hoop and every now and again get it? Sounds good. I am with you. I'm totally with you on that. And especially, I, th I think a lot of it depends on the first round opponent. Like if they end up getting the the Timberwolves, or even even better, some playing like the Pelicans. I think you could play him some meaningful minutes in the first round and get him valuable experience right then and there. I know I'm totally with you on that, but a lot of people think yeah. it's like too late. It's crazy. What? What? <laughs> yeah, there's a, there's a lot of people out there that say, well, if you bring him back now, he's not going to gain the experience because he's only played 20 some odd games in his entire career. I don't buy that. Uh, I, I think I, I guess they should send him to the G League then. Like, what the hell are people <laughs> talking about? There's a whole month of the season. By the way, I, I, I don't know if you have one right by you, but, like, I have the Warriors, I have the Niners schedule, which I should probably take down, but I have a bulletin board with just, you know, printed out schedules on them. I love that. So, that that's old well, school. Yeah, I respect I it. Have to, I have to look at it every now and again, and instead of opening up a calendar app and clicking four times, I literally turn my head left. That's, that's <laughs> a bigger... A baseline thing. And what, especially when I do podcasts and stuff, it's a very vitally, I do radio, it's a vitally important piece of information to have available. Uh, when we do KMBR, we have a Giants schedule that is as wide as the wall I'm staring at right now. I mean, it covers everything. And it's like, oh, right. well, I guess they really are playing the Rockies on that day. But I'm looking at the schedule here. Okay, two more games. Uh, as we talk here on Monday morning, you got the Clippers tonight. You got Denver on Wednesday, three days off all-star game, three days off Portland, two days off Dallas. Then we get into March and March is a bear. March is ruthless, man. It doesn't even matter who's on the schedule. There's just a ton of games. Now there's two back-to-backs there later on in the month, but you're going, I mean, <laughs> there's just game day off, game day off, game day off, game day off. Well, you get two there. Game day off, game day off, game day off. You get Milwaukee, you get the Lakers again, you get the Clippers again, you get Denver again, you get right. Boston, who's the hottest team in the NBA right now. Orlando, what? Miami, you get to do the Florida back-to-back. -back. So congratulations, you get to go to the Southwest, and you get to do what? One, two, three, four, five, five games in seven nights. Uh, so that should be a blast. Uh, Phoenix ends the month at home after that five games and seven days stretch of Orlando, Miami, Ooh. Atlanta, Washington, Memphis. This is a bear of a month. This is going to be the toughest one. Too late. It might be too early for James. Bond. They need to have another body, whether it's Robin Lopez or I don't know, the, the ghost of Thaddeus Young. Like, I don't know who it, it, they're going to pick up on the buyout market. I know Thaddeus Young's not available. It's my apologies. Uh, I, I'm mixing him up with Derek Favors. But it, it, they're going to need another body because if anyone yes. else gets injured, here's another body. Well, maybe they should use the one that's already under contract. Just a thought. Yeah, I mean, if he's healthy enough, I, I'd love to see. When we come back, I actually have a list of bodies who are currently out there right now that we can laugh about. Uh, but for, <laughs> who, the, in theory, the Warriors could pick up, but they're not you, going you to. Can but nonetheless, some, you can add somebody alongside James Wiseman. No one's no one's prohibiting that as well. You have to get rid yeah, of and somebody, there's an, and that's and there, a combo. And, and there's another prospective free agent out there we got to talk about, too, who the Warriors oh. reportedly are interested in. He's not a big, but he is fascinating. But first... Right. Let's talk about those delicious built bars, man. I those these protein bars. I'm still waiting for my shipment. You rave about them. When's the last time you had one? Do you have one in stock right now? Like, I do. Do you still eat them? Wasn't yeah, yeah. I still eat them. They're still. A What's your favorite the these show, days? Right? Yeah, exactly. It's, it's cookies and cream. It's always gonna be cookies and cream. You can't oh, go wrong, dude. With no, you can't. So you haven't tried yet the puffs. I'm no. guessing. So no, these I are haven't. the new ones. I haven't these seen are them in a while. 
And these are protein-infused, the first of its kind, marshmallows. They're fluffy, they're marshmallow-y, they're not just a protein bar, they're a treat, and they're covered in 100% real chocolate. Puffs are fan-favored with some incredible flavors, yummy, cinnamony, churro. I love churros. Coconut Cheers. marshmallow, they're so good. Banana cream pie, so good. These are going to be your new favorites. And again, they're covered in 100% real chocolate that includes the Puffs. Did I mention they're covered in 100% real chocolate, low calories, high protein. They are so much better for you than candy bars. And if you go to Built.com right now, use the promo code LOCK15, you can get 15% off your order. Just use the promo code LOCK15 for 15% off at Built.com. On Warriors, your daily Golden State Warriors podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Thank you for making Locked On Warriors your first listen. For your next listen, check out the Locked On Now podcast. Nightly mm-hmm. recaps of every NBA game with analysis from our local experts. It's free and available wherever you get podcasts. He's Dieter Kurtenbach. I'm Cyrus Otzes. Here is the list of current free agents. This is from RealGM.com, who hopefully provides a, a relatively no, a good updated. Website. Yeah, it, that's, I, I agree. And and I'm hoping, again, this is updated. I think it is. Um, so I'm going to give you some names of free agents who the Warriors can sign today. You're, just, they talking, to. you're just talking dudes on the street. Dudes on the street that the Warriors have to cut a player, but they can literally pick these dudes up. And okay. some of these names are, are fascinating. Like Anderson for Verjal. What? Nope. Hell no. He's Cody Zeller. Maybe available. I don't. He might be injured. I don't know. If yeah, I, I, I get the Zellers in the the. I, it's a tall white guy. I don't know. <laughs> so here's one that like I actually do take a pause at Jaleel Okafor. Why he's never been able to do anything in the NBA? Fair enough. I, I always hear like it, like what his downfall was that he was an old school player in a new school system or a new school game. I whatever that means. But I just well, feel like can't then, you... then the year 2020 came around and he was still he was still not worthy. Uh, Cody Zeller would be a you know might be a pretty good option, except for the fact that he needs surgery on his right knee. So Okay, so so this isn't taking into account players who have injury concerns. I think it's Myers Leonard is on here, but I believe he has an injury as well. Yeah. Uh, they have to deal with Thon Maker sounded fascinating. I don't know what his injury status is. Um, such a shame Marcus All doesn't want to come back to the NBA. I feel like he would be perfect. But yeah, well he's making a ton of money in Barcelona. Yeah. <laughs> what is that from Seinfeld? The Bar- the, the the That's how the they say worst. Barcelona, man. What do you want me to say? <laughs> Taco Fall is out there incredibly. It's the seven six monster of a human being. Yeah. And and last but not I know he doesn't really excite me either. And last but not least on this list is this like Aaron a list Baines. of like Aaron Baines. Well, Aaron Baines, uh, and I think he's hurt too. He's got he's recovering from some crazy freak injury. I don't know if you exactly. heard about that. Yeah, no, I read I read but, the the great article about that. I think it was for ESPN. Sorry for not remembering who wrote it. Um, uh, and one Aaron Baines ain't playing. He ain't leaving Australia. He ain't playing. And then and then uh, you mentioned Derek Favors as a potential buyout. Do you really do you think that's yeah. a possibility? Well, I would he, love plays him. The, he plays for the Oklahoma City Thunder, and he's not under the age of twenty four. So it feels like a real possibility to me, Cyrus. Heck I'm not yeah. Lie. I'm, no, uh, I, that, the question I totally really is, agree. question is, if Robin Lopez and Derek Favors are available, who would you rather have? 
Probably Lopez. I, I, I really. It, he seems just like a. Well, he seems just like a like somebody who would fit. I, and I, I don't know if I don't know much about Derek Favors personally. I do know Robin Lopez is not somebody who could disrupt a, a locker room. I've never heard that about Favors either. So no, yeah, uh, no Favors well, is Favors is a class guy. I mean, I get the Lopez thing. He he's a lot. <laughs> so In like a go? fun, would you go? quirky way. Yeah, exactly. Well, Favors yeah. is a better you player, with? so I'd, I'd prefer Favors. He's the better player. Um, I, look, no argument for me. I would be very happy with him. Uh, and I, don't then the think, third... I don't think both of those options would be. Uh, I don't think both of those options will be available. I think only one of them will. Uh, I don't know which one, but like the Warriors aren't going to have the kind of luck where both of those guys get bought out. So, yeah, and favors might be viewed by the the Thunder as this valuable piece to you know teach the youngins. I don't know, but uh, that veteran becomes who available, he has to be number one on the list, in my opinion. And then another bio candidate we've talked about a lot is Tristan Thompson, and the only question there is whether or not him and Draymond would jive. But um, all indications are he wants guys, right? He's they're both cl- that is true. Yeah, that then is true. Uh, <laughs> that clutch thing. We're gonna, we're gonna, we have so many topics for the offseason to talk about. Clutch is certainly one of them. Uh, one player that became available recently that his downfall is fascinating to me because it wasn't that long ago he was sought after. He was a player who was getting big deals, mm-hmm. and that's uh, uh, Mr. Uh, uh, Mr. Freedom, uh, formerly Enos Cantor, who is now yeah. Enos Freedom. Yeah. Um, I did a poll on the Locked On Dubs account on Twitter. You can follow it at Locked On Dubs. It's their show website. Three quarters of Dub Nation doesn't want him. I can understand it. He's ass. <laughs> <laughs> but it wasn't that long ago. He was like a legit rebounder slash inside score. Like, what happened to this guy? Yeah, you're right. No one wants him now. Is it just age? I mean, I, I, is you it... know what? Actually, I don't know what happened. I don't know why he turned to ass, but he turned to ass, and it he happened. did. Now, let's be fair. He was always giving up everything that he got, but like. He was a weird kind of player where you could use him as the anchor of a second unit. Yes. And you're like, oh, we'll hold our head above water. I mean, I, I'm pretty sure that the the Blazers did that like three or four different times with him. <laughs> I know the Celtics, couple. I think, did it you're twice like, with him. Like, is, it, like, I, is I, he I, on I, the Blazers? He was on the Blazers and other teams at the same time, it felt like. But, um, yeah, no, he has been he has been full ass all year. It's been really, yeah. really ugly to watch. He, he can't defend anyone worth a lick. We knew that already, and now he right, can't right. score any. So and if he can't do score anymore, then forget it. I, I, I he's, he's always been known as a, a fantastic low post, sco- low post yeah. score. No, he was and like rebounder. one of the most efficient scoring players in the NBA. Like you, his plus his, uh, 36 minute ratings were like off the charts. Uh, and rebounding was, was always ace. I, I don't know. I honestly don't. Yeah. Know. It's weird. But, um, it's weird. Uh, I don't think the Warriors should find out. Well, when we come back, we're going to talk about a free agent who's out there who I believe is a former all-star, if I'm not mistaken. Don't quote me on that, but I think he is. And the, and he's, and the Warriors are one of the teams pursuing him, and he's interested. And we'll talk about that when we come back. But first, let's website that uh, broke Dieter even in the Super Bowl, which oftentimes is a win, and that is bet online. Mm-hmm. Football might be over for this season, but basketball is now full steam in the, both the pro and college hoops levels from all the latest odds, totals, player performance, props to where the next fired coach is going to land. BetOnline.net is the number one spot for all your sports betting needs. BetOnline remains the best spot for all of your sports scores, podcasts, and news this season. They have podcasts too. That's weird. And it's not just basketball. BetOnline.net is your source for hockey, boxing, and UFC odds. Right to the Olympic coverage and information. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends in action. BetOnline.net, where the game starts. (laughs) 
Locked On Warriors, your daily Golden State Warriors podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Thank you for making Locked On Warriors your first listen every day. We're free and available wherever you get podcasts. Dieter Kurdenbach is his name. You can follow him on Twitter at Dieter. I'm Cyrus Sotsis. Follow me at Dog Surf Roadshow. And the name in question that the Waj bomb, Adrian Wojnarowski, re- recently dropped this, and that is Goran Dragic. 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 This has been a, an incredible couple of seconds of pronunciations here. Goran. How, 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 do, how do you nail that? I'm actually struggling Goran here. Dragic. Dragic. So, do you want him? Meh. Yeah. <laughs> He's an upgrade from Damian Lee, is he not? Yeah. Okay. I think he's a pretty significant upgrade. I mean, that's the only mm. name that seems to make sense. Well, who, first of all, if the Warriors do grab him, and I know the Bucks are, are reportedly aggressively pursuing him. I bet. Um, yeah, who do you cut? I mean, I surveyed Dub Nation on our Twitter account. Again, it's locked, at Locked on Dubs. Yeah, Lee was the, the vote getter. Uh, 37% of Dub Nation doesn't want him. Um, but what about JTA? You'd rather cut Lee over JTA or Belly? Yeah, JTA can play more positions. I mean, you're you're doing a like for a like. You literally just gave away the answer, which is he's better Dave, than Damian Lee. Damian yeah. Lee. So I'm just throwing other stuff out there for the podcast. No, I get, I get it, consider. I get it. I'm just saying, like, you, you, but you're giving, you're, you know, like that's the question. It's a it's a like for a like. It's the same way that if you were to bring in a center, you'd cut belly, because it's like, well, what do we need you here for? Uh, you can say the same thing with JTA. I think that there's a fair analysis to be had there. Um, I think that JTA provides more versatility and can fit more roles. So you can play him as a backup five. You can play him as a three. He certainly fits the system, you know, belly with the injuries. There's, you know, that's, that's of concern. And Damian Lee can't seem to put games together. He can put a game together, but not games. So listen, correct. Dragic, Dragic is a veteran. He's old. I don't, I think that, folks who are in on Dragic as a like a really viable option and it's not to say he's not a very good player uh though we haven't seen it in a minute uh it, 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 does this team need more playmaking and I actually don't in particularly with the second unit he's not closing games so no. the question then is is he a better option than Jordan Poole because you're now moving Jordan Poole off ball which is Fine. Some people might think that that's the way to go. I, I just like where Jordan Poole's at right now, mm-hmm, and I same. don't see a I don't see a reason to really mix things up in that regard. I can totally I, I don't again I, I don't think inherently that it's not a good move. I just I'm not sure it's worth the effort. And for Joe Lacob and company, I'm not sure it's worth the money uh, because you got to pay the guy you're cutting and the new guy you're you're signing, and all of that's coming with a six x multiplier. So. Yep. I just don't feel that upgrade is that significant. Now, Derek Favors for, for Bielita, oh. like that feels like a significant upgrade. Now, I might just be overstating that because we're all so horny for a, a big man at this juncture. But uh, <laughs> I, like, I think it is. I do think it's significant. I, I've always uh, yeah. loved Derek Favors, man. I, he's a yeah. fantastic he's big. He's a really good player. I mean, like if I'm Ed Davis you. was around, that would be the ultimate option of, of, of you know, big men white guys love. But uh, I just, I yeah, I. <laughs> I just don't – I haven't watched any of these games and thought to myself, man, this team could use a Goran Dragic. I'm with you. I'm glad you brought that up because it surprised me when I first heard that because that's not the name I was thinking in terms of needs for Warriors. Uh, I, I will say this. I think he would upgrade that second unit. I, I don't yeah. I don't 
I'm not opposed to him and, and Jordan Poole in the backcourt together. Um, I think part of the appeal for him, from my perspective, which I haven't heard much, is at the end of this season, and, and that's one show we're going to have to talk about, or one show we're going to have to focus on at some point, is mm-hmm. the long-term plans for this Warriors team, because they have a lot of free agents uh, after this year. Mm-hmm. And part of me wonders if by adding a player like like Drogic, 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 Jesus Goran Christ, Dragic. I'm struggling. Just, just say Drogic. Just say Goran. I'll say Goran. So the, part of the appeal with Goran is um, maybe he's someone who stays after this year. In case, let's say Otto Porter Jr. decides he's got to bounce and he's got a big money deal somewhere that the Warriors just can't match. Uh, maybe Goran is there as a backup plan. I, I, that's that's a part of the appeal I see with him. But I'm, at the same time, you're right. It's weird. It's not like they need him. Um, anyways, but nice. he's out there. It'd be nice, but the other thing too is, I mean, he's not—he's uh, a good three-point shooter. Uh, I don't know if he's that great as a, as a catch-and-shoot guy. He's more of yeah. an on-ball, move the ball, get it, and then hey, end of the shot clock, he's open for three, take the shot. He's not a bad three-point shooter at all. Thirty-six uh, percent in his career, he's been pretty much around that range over the last couple. Um, I don't know if I want him in the corner though. And no, that's no, kind of the—if you're replacing Damian Lee, that's sort of the role. So you have to think, can this guy do what Damian Lee does when we put him in better than Damian Lee? Which, maybe. But if you're doing like for a like, you have to actually understand what it is that Damian Lee is and what he provides. And then you have to replace that and then hope you're getting something on top of it, which is the argument you make for, like, Bielitsa. Like, he's not really giving you the three-point shot that much anymore. Uh, it doesn't provide much. He's, th- you know, he's not there every night. And so you're like, well, does Derek Favors provide, you know, better rebounding and possible scoring? Yes. Does he provide better defense? Well, you can't divide by zero, so yes. <laughs> and does he provide yeah. a better three-point shot? Pro- no, no, because he doesn't have one. But we're willing to trade that off, and we're willing to make this swap because this guy does better in the role that's already defined. I think that that's yeah. the biggest thing. You have to remember, like, the roles are already defined. I'm not to say that, you know, roles can't, sh- you know, pivot and change when Draymond comes back and all that stuff. But when you're dealing with end of the bench, maybe don't overthink it. Maybe just stick with the roles that you have. If you can find a better player for that role, go to town. Win a championship. You know, like, no one's saying don't upgrade your team. But don't be shifting roles here as, as we're halfway through February uh, because, again, it's a winning team, 42 and 15. The role's been A-OK. Absolutely. And, and he said it. They're 42 and 15, Dub Nation. You can't complain about that. Uh, the Warriors played the Clippers tonight. Any thoughts on that? Because you said something that I thought nailed this Clipper team on the head. Who is playing where these days? And, and, and the Clippers are a perfect example of that. I have no idea who their starting five is tonight. Uh, Norman Powell is out for the year now, their new acquisition. Oh, really? Um, I missed that part. That yeah, sucks. he broke his foot. Yeah, wow, it, it does suck. Sucks. So uh, it not, doesn't suck for the Warriors for tonight, but it does yeah. in the grand scheme of things, obviously. Um, yeah, any, any, I don't know what the line is. I should look that up. Uh, but I mean, it's an easy thing for me to look up. You keep talking. Thank you. Thank you. Um, but yeah, so they, so the, the Warriors play the Clippers tonight, and then they, they play the Nuggets on Wednesday. Um, and they're in L.A. for that. Uh, Warriors are six-point favorites in L.A. I don't feel good about that. No, I don't feel good. About, I don't feel good about any of these Warriors lines lately. No, I just it, for the Clippers, you got Norman Powell out. You got uh, oh man, they got a lot of dudes out. You ready for this? There's some guy yeah. named, some guy named Jay Scrub, uh, which can make that up. That, that feels that feels like where the Clippers are at overall. Uh, Luke Kennard is day-to-day. He's listed as questionable. Norman Powell is out, as you alluded to. 
no Paul George, no Kawhi Leonard, and no Jason Preston, who I'm pretty sure is not a real person. <laughs> He's not on Beverly Hills 90210. Okay. No. Uh, Andre is out. Wiseman is out. Draymond is out. I can check the official injury report here on the inside. Uh, that's just one of those weird games. It's just one of those weird games where I doubt, we'll, unless outside of a major injury, and let's hope that doesn't happen, we'll never remember this game. Well, like, and that, that was my big point this past week is everyone's like, they need more inside threats. And it's just like, no one's going to remember these games ever. Like, no. This team is just trying to get to Cleveland, a, state, a statement that's never been made. Um, yeah, uh, Luke Kennard's questionable. Draymond, Andre, uh, Witherspoon is with, uh, with, with Santa Cruz. And, and okay. Out. So uh, very normal game for the Warriors. Uh, and l- let's be real here. Like, Otto Porter playing – Maybe this was just a byproduct of the Lakers game, but whew, that changes the dynamic for the Warriors. Like Otto, oh Porter heck yeah, a, Otto Porter is a stout gentleman who can knock down a th- open three point shot. Like that dude, that dude can play. That dude can he can really play. Absolutely play. There's a reason why he got that monster contract some years ago. And, and I wanted to yeah. save that top for future shows, but I was going to ask you about Porter Jr. and Iggy and and who fits in that closing lineup because. I would not be opposed to Porter Jr. being in there at the end of games. I really wouldn't. He's, no, he's... I think I think what you have is your four, right? I think the four there is really interesting when Draymond comes back. Yeah. So you're covered, two wings, your point guard, your center, who also plays point guard, but that's not important. Yeah. <laughs> and then you just you can mix and match with that fourth guy. So if you want some more offense and creativity, you give it to Jordan Poole. If you want more defense, you put in a Gary Payton the second. If you want more. Uh-huh of kind of everything going well, you can put in Otto Porter. It's like, hey, man, Iguodala for defense as well if you just need some smarts on the court. Like, they can get really Fifth, right? Because Wiggins is your yeah, fourth, as correct? The, oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, Wiggins is the fourth. Uh, yeah, as the as the, as the the fifth guy. Um, you can get really interesting because you have, again, those two wings and Wiggins and, and Clay who um, never share the same side of the court. And then <laughs> Draymond and... And Steph, right now it's tricky because it's like, well, do we play Looney for rebounding or do we play Porter at the five or Kaminga? You can also throw Kaminga in there as that fifth guy if you just want to break some stuff up. So um, I like I like the composition of this, and I like, listen, Steve Kerr's going to make a wrong choice at some point on that, and we're all going to be like, what are you doing, Steve? But there will be a lot more wins with that five-man unit with that fifth guy shifting in and out, depending on what they need that night, then there will be uh, losses because they made the wrong call on that. And uh, I think come playoff time, that's going to be huge. It'll be a little uncomfortable for people not knowing who that final five is, but I I ultimately think that it gives the Warriors another win or two in series that maybe weren't there because with clay on the court, the spacing looks way better for crunch time. And it's going to look even better when Draymond's out there and not Looney or, you know, whomever, uh, I think that – don't don't give up on this team yet. I, like, I'm not trying to be a homer here, but, like, come on now. It's going to be just fine. Don't worry. I'm the homer. You're fine. Uh, we're all good. Um, and in all honesty, man, and this is just excites me even more, if Kaminga's that fifth guy, I'm not opposed to it. No. I'm not. I mean, he's 19 years old, and it's like, great. Come, on, come on down. The price is right. That's, Get in there. You're good. He's awesome. He's he is, man. Awesome. He is. We don't I mean, have how enough to... time in the shows. 
Agreed. Agreed. And thank you for making Locked on Warriors your first listen every day. We're going to be doing this all week long. Now make your second listen Locked on Bets, your daily one-stop shop for all your gambling needs. Locked on Bets. How much money did they pay for us to mention them every single show? Hosted by your boy, our boy Q, with expert analysis and insight from Lee Sterling. Lee Sterling, his name sounds so freaking familiar, but I can't put a finger on how or why. Doesn't his name sound... I think half Brit, half of all British dudes are named Lee Sterling. I think there you go. There's a certain quota that must be hit every <laughs> That's Locked On Bets. It's free and available wherever you get podcasts, just like Locked On Warriors. All right, Dieter. Love you, my man. We'll see you tomorrow. Talk. <laughs>